Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another COVID special. But this COVID special is about conspiracies with me and Peter. So we're going to go down a rabbit hole that you could never imagine. How are you doing today, Peter? I'm doing great, Matthew. The weather, as usual, is shit. Weather sucks. It's cold, but it's all good, dude. Happy Ramadan to everybody out there. And yeah, let's get this show on the road, Matt. You've been doing Ramadan, right? Peter just started today. So how's that going? It's going okay. I mean, just to start. So we'll see. Like, it's, it's uh, I mean, because I fast in general. So it's not going to be, I don't feel like it's going to be that hard. It's just like different time. And plus, no water, no coffee is going to kind of suck or tea. So I guess uh, I'll just try it. I mean, worst case scenario, if I, if I pass out on the show, uh, Matt, you know where I live. You could just, you know, call the ambulance and come get me. And I'll, I won't do it again, I guess. I'll definitely do that. And if uh, Peter's lips get a little bit dry and you start hearing his voice a little bit like, like you understand what's going on. But anyways, um, what's up? What's up with work with you? Like anything new in the COVID unit? We covered it quite some time, but same old, right? Just freaking wearing Pappers and 95s and just being isolation rooms. Yeah, they're not recommending um, hydroxychloroquine anymore because of all like the cardiac issues that they're uh, having to deal with. So I don't see much of that. They still do it, but they avoid it from people that have any kind of kind of cardiac history. Like if you come in with just like COVID symptoms and you don't have really kind of any cardiac markers or any kind of cardiac abnormalities, they'll, they'll might put you still on hydroxychloroquine. But if you have any kind of cardiac history, they're not going to put you on it just because it, it's been showing to not be as effective. And it also goes into some cardiac dysfunction. And same with azithromycin. They're also saying that that's not as effective as I thought it would be. So I don't see a lot of people on azithromycin as well. Um, it's basically just managing it from, I guess, it's, less hands-on, I guess, because we're just kind of having the human body just deal with it by itself without any kind of antibiotics until they find a different kind of kind of treatment process. And I've also heard that they're trying to intubate less patient and they're doing other therapies that could potentially help people prior to that. I know somebody mentioned um, the hyperbaric chambers, but how the heck are we going to get those in the hospital? Um, and then, so guys, we're going to go into a COVID special about conspiracies. Hopefully this episode doesn't get deleted. Um, we're going through some strange times when it comes to censorship and YouTube videos are taken down for, you know, creating false news technically. So we technically could get deleted from this, not, not the full podcast, but this episode. And that's why we're creating a, a sideshow that we've mentioned Patreon. We finally announced the name. You ready to announce it? Let me say it. It's it. that loud, that, that loud. loud. So that's going to be launching in May and it's going to be more private content for the sake of censorship. We're going to say anything we damn want. Peter cusses a lot. He could cuss in there and we're just going to share different stories, more personal life and just more humor and everything else. So that's going to be private content and we're going to have different tiers of memberships there. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, guys, it'll be a little different. Like, uh, it's, we're still going to incorporate nursing into it as much as we can, but this is kind of going to be more, more relaxed, more just like us being ourselves, not really having to look over our shoulder with, with YouTube behind our back, you know, telling us what we could say, what we can't say. Not that they're censoring us now, but if anything were to happen in the future or, you know, we say the wrong things, then, you know, they could have, they could give us the ax if they need to. Like, you know, so just come check us out. Yeah, it's going to be fun time at that loud. But with this whole COVID conspiracy we're going to go into, take it with a grain of salt. We're just going to brush some, you know, little tidbits about different conspiracies going on out there. We're not telling you to believe in them. We're not saying we believe in them. But it's interesting to explore. It's, you got to come in with an open mind. You know, just because you might not agree with something, just because you might 
think something is not true, doesn't mean you can't listen to it, doesn't mean you can't make your own opinion about it. You know, that's how ideas are spread. That's how we grow as humans by you know exchanging ideas. So yeah, with a grain of salt, guys. And yeah, thanks for stopping by. Matt's wearing a nice hat. So let, let's start by saying that this could potentially be a Chinese virus. <laughs> it could potentially be an economical tool, right? I've been hearing conspiracies about that, that, um, you know, Wuhan is a lab that's like, what sector four has like high biochemical weapons in a way, viruses that they're testing. And um, we're looking up this one virologist that's been working there for a while that potentially released this virus to the public. Not sure. The problem is that China is so censored to the point that we can't find out what's going on. Even right now, if you look at their death toll, it's just chilling at 80K, right? Like they have like six cases a, a day, which is probably BS because as you know, when you fight the curve and people go back out, there's a second wave and China's just withholding all information, which is nuts. Yeah, so it's, we, it's, we, it's, right. it's kind of convenient that it's like, you know, you have like the world's highest tier virology lab in Wuhan and you happen to have the virus originate in Wuhan. It's just like kind of, kind of weird. Like out of all places, you know, it's going to, it's going to come out of a town that has a world's not world's but national, but China's national virology laboratory. It's kind of sketchy. And yeah, so me and Matt read some stuff that a person like from that lab released it, which is interesting because like you said, China's not really, really releasing any kind of information on their, their cases or their death tolls. It kind of just like Matt said, just like stopped at that 85,000 or whatever they're at. And so this could go both ways. It's just like, if they did release it to the public, like it'll be a good idea to start in your own town, play the victim for a little bit and then have it spread. And then, yeah, the numbers could hit a wall because if I'm trying to spread a virus, I could probably have a cure on hand just in case it spreads to my people. We'll have a few casualties. We'll have a few people die, you know, for the cause. And that will just stop it right there with the cure because we create a virus, we release the virus. We know how the virus works more than anybody else. So and, and, def- the and, virus, def- have the cure. and definitely like look what, what was going on with the protesters in Hong Kong. They've been protesting for months on and nonstop. Like they couldn't control these people because they wanted um, a little solitude. So that, that was going on. And then Trump was creating tariffs and they're taxing the Chinese more. So if I was China, shit, this is the easiest way to get rid of kill two birds with one stone at the same time. I get to destabilize the American economy. They'll lose GDP. And China's number two in their GDP, right? The amount of they're making. So now they're going to pass us up this year. And they're going to buy out. They're going to buy us out for the, the low low right now. They're going to invest in all these companies. And they're going to virtually kind of take ownership of us in an uh, economic way, man. And yeah. America has been doing it for a very long time to different um, countries. So China's just going to engulf us really quick if you think about it. Plus that Harvard professor. So the people that don't know, there was a Harvard professor that was receiving funds from China, 50K a, a month for living expenses. And he had two students that were working for him. They got caught. One was a lieutenant from the Chinese army. The second one got caught in Boston airport by the FBI and he was smuggling vials that were getting sent, sent uh, flown out to Wuhan. So there right now, he's in a court for that. Who knows what he's going to say, but it just too good to be true to be honest if you're looking from a standpoint of um conspiracies yeah it's true like think about it they it's not like out of like it's not out of the box crazy to, to think about it that way because china you know paid a harvard professor x amount of money you know it's hard to it's hard to say no to money if you have like a giant income coming at 50k a month that's a 
That's a lot of money. And that's like what we know about 50K a month plus whatever offshore accounts he probably has and whatever to share information with the Chinese government, with, with the university. So he basically does studies in the United States at Harvard, and then he releases that information to China, which is, you know, I guess he's under contract with the U.S. where he, he can't do that because this is research for the United States. You know, you never know what, what they came, came up with. It's just like, it's, it's insane. It's like, it's like the spy movies that you think about, like there's like spies going on and these countries are legit spying on each other. And this is like one way of like bribery, you know, and it's how information is, is like exchanged through countries. I completely agree with you, man. And then look at like the World Health Organization. Trump withdrew funds for them. And why? Because for one, the number one funder for the World Health Organization is actually China. So the funds are being given. Actually, we're, we're number one. U.S. Was, was number one. And then I think Bill Gates was like Bill Gates five too. Yeah. Okay, and, then, so and then China China was there too. Okay, so let's so okay. Let me rephrase that then. One of the main contributors, and when they asked about Taiwan, the who couldn't say Taiwan is doing a great job with COVID. They had to say China's doing a great job because China technically has ownership over them and that would disrespect China. Like, bro, do you remember when the basketball players had to say sorry to Chinese government because of something that was going on and China was threatening NBA? Like, that's nuts the amount of power a country has over things like that. Like, mind-blowing. Yeah, it's just like, like, don't be ignorant. Like, we're not saying China is bad, but if you see a country, like, doing things like this, where they're censoring things that shouldn't really be censored, like, how does that make any sense? Like, how, how can you have something called the World Health Organization, which literally has the world world in it, and health. So, basically, it's supposed to take care of the whole world, correct? And how are you going to have them be manipulated by, by one country? It doesn't matter if it's China. It doesn't matter if it's like Afghanistan or United States or, or Russia or, or Poland or Africa or whatever. Africa is a, a continent, but it's okay. Con- Congo or Madagascar, you know, that's, that just shows you some, something internal is going on. If one country is able to, to tell an organization what they're allowed to not allowed to say, like that completely discriminates, that completely I mean, that's just, I'm not going to call this discrimination, but it makes them like not as valuable to what they're supposed to be doing. Because if, right. if, com- if your organization has World Health Organization in it and you're allowing a country to tell you what you can and cannot say, like that's just like, that's fake. That's just like not for a world benefits, obviously benefit for one country. See how you just messed up and called, you know, you're saying countries in said Africa. Well, yeah. if I was a news station, I would take that soundbite and I would make fun of you that you called Africa a country. And that's what they do to President Trump. They basically take, oh, he said Lysol. He's not a me- medical professional. People believe it. Mm-hmm. And this is the mainstream news. And whatever the mainstream news tells you is right, everything else is a conspiracy. And then you're a terrorist, which is messed up. So, like, look at this. You know, they're, they're making us focus on COVID. And it's this huge, big deal, right? We're freaking out. We're wearing masks. The economy's closed down. But if you take into consideration diabetes, I did the math. So 1.6 million people die from diabetes every year worldwide. This is not the United States. If you do the math, that means every single day, 4,300 people die every single day of diabetes. Yet, we're not freaking freaking out. We're not eating healthier. We're not throwing away sugar. Why? Because the news is not telling us to do that. So the news tells us a vision. That's why it's called tell a vision. It's telling us a vision and it's channeling information to us, but we're just believing everything, which is messed up. And this is the problem here that like, how come 
you know, all these big diseases, we're not like, you know, oh, shit, we're not, why, why, why aren't we fighting diabetes? It's just generating too much money. There's people, there's a market, there's hospitals that are making a ton of money from it. So it's not in the agenda to tell you to eat better, right? So, and that's where I get like a little bit messed up and I become a conspiracy theory myself here is like, we're, we're believing the mainstream media. What does Eric Weinstein call it? He calls it the Institute of what? No idea. Institute of what? The, the main, the in, it's like an institute. The media, what they're telling us is an institute, the mainstream narrative in a way, but he has a, he coined it a word. So anyways, I'm going into this, um, into television, but now we'll get into this conspiracy. If you think about it, they're saying that right now, TV is psychologically manipulating us, correct? It's able to tell us things and we're able to believe it. Why is there so much fear with COVID, right? And eventually with what, what China is doing and what they're pushing for is complete AI control. So if you have artificial intelligence controlling us in a way, you're, we're going to be able to be controlled. Damn, this is, see, this is, <laughs> I'm like stopping myself. I'm like, how much should I say here right now in public? Um, but this is something I was looking up with like coronavirus. Think about it. You're at home and you're just consuming technology. Now, if you think about it, your phone has algorithms. So in a way, you're already controlled by AI in a way. Now yeah. all, and eventually imagine if you have to get like a chip and it tells you, hey, you know, it gives you information and tells you about vaccines and everybody required, is it going, going to be required to have this chip? I mean, right. that's a little, a little bit messed up. Or even the whole COVID mapping, like the way the mapping works. So they try to figure out. So, you know, when someone is diagnosed with COVID, they could go on your phone, your phone records, and they could figure out exactly who you've been in contact with, where you went. South Korea that's did that, yeah. And so we, we, we do that too. That, that's how we find out these hot zones, what's going to happen next, where it's going hit, to hit, hit next, and who like to reach out to there's like automated services that if you are like a high risk person that has, has COVID and you've seen a lot of high risk people, like they have the ability to like send them like an alert message saying that, Hey, you're the, so-and-so has been, ex you've been exposed to COVID and you should get tested. Like they're literally like mapping all these COVID patients, where have they been, who they talk to. And they're calling it like, you know, COVID mapping. That, that's it's, my it's stuff when it comes to big governments. And it's, it's crazy because you think of on one hand, it's good because, hey, yeah, let's figure out who this person I talked to so we could figure out who's going to have COVID, who you talk to, where is it going to spread to, where did he go, who do you visit, who do you see, so we can have an idea of where to expect the next. But then if you think about it, there's always like this always negative to this positive, like, hey, now they have access to where I've been, who I talked to, they could, you know, use it for any kind of purpose. Now it's data, so it's in their hands forever they're not going to delete it just in case they could use it for future reference you know that's that's but, like after 9-11 the patriot act got signed correct and mm -hmm. we needed surveillance wire tapes we had to listen to phone conversations so terrorisms don't come to this country and blow us up and after terrorism kind of ended and you know what we don't hear about iraq anymore afghanistan we still have the same policy in place the patriot act is still a legal document that they use and to spy on civilians. And that's not cool. So imagine what's gonna come out of COVID, let's just say in a couple of weeks or months, they're gonna sign a document that is um, going to, I don't know, take away more freedom rights. And we're just gonna, we're gonna be okay with it because we have fear. Yeah, it's a solution to the problem. The solution to the problem. And 
if you know if you're a conspiracy junkist you think there's some one world government or some shit trying to happen right so i guess they're trying to pick pick away more on our freedoms if you look at it that way yeah that's some crazy stuff but i like the fact that you brought up like me making a mistake calling africa a country even though it's a it's a continent like yeah so yeah we all know that trump made the mistake of you know saying that you could lice all your body or inject it into yourself like like a guy made an honest mistake. He didn't do a good job of correcting himself, you know, the next day. But still, like if you're, if you're, um, I don't know if I could say this or not, but if you're dull enough to, you know, listen to that and do it to yourself without reading the, like, like the label literally, the label literally says, do not ingest, do not inject. If you right. do digest it, please call this number because it's an emergency, it's a hazard. And if you're, you're still bypassing the label and you still decide to inject, that's just like your own fault, man you got to have some common sense in your life. Like people make mistakes. And if you watch, you know, the news, I'm not the biggest Trump fan. I'm not anti-Trump. I'm not pro-Trump. I'm just, some of the decisions I like, some of the decisions I don't like, you know, I'm a human. I'm, I like certain things about people and some things I don't like about people. I'm pretty sure everyone can, can relate. But yeah. So if you're watching these news, news uh, outlets and you see a snippet, like go back and watch the whole thing because a lot of the stuff is blown out of proportion, blown out of context. And they're just feeding you just these, little bits and pieces of their agenda and what they want you to hear. But if you actually watch like the whole video, the whole long form one hour talk, you know, and that goes with anyone, not just the president. You could go, you could pick out snippets of Joe Rogan that sound really bad or discriminatory or just out of, or just out of whack. But if you actually watch the whole video or listen to the whole podcast and actually figure out what the context is and what the meaning of it is, it makes complete sense. And Joe Rogan talks about it too, that the media took like bits and pieces of his, um, you know, information, use it against them. So we just, yeah, we have to be careful with the media, man. Like they, yeah. and that's why I think like platforms like podcasting and the things that we're doing are becoming so much more popular because people want to hear the unfiltered truth, man. Not just like some manipulated ass shit to like increase ratings. And, you know, just like I told you that journalists, like they have to have specific crime stories. Like yeah. what the heck, man? Or not even like unfiltered truth. Like some, like the shit that we're talking about, I mean, majority of it's probably not true. I mean, some of it's going to be true. Some, some of it's not, you know, it's for you guys to, to decide, but it's just the fact that you can have a conversation with somebody and just kind of exchange ideas, exchange points of, of interest and just have a dialogue. Because if you think about it, like, like back in the day, like even think about the debates we had actually coming up this year, right? <laughs> Think about like the debates, the debates back in the day, like, you know, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln and, you know, whoever he, he ran against something Douglas was, what's his name? <laughs> like they're, like they're right? you know, we, we know. making shit up right now, but continue. No, it is. It's, your it's, point. His last name's Douglas, but I don't know his first name. Okay. Yeah. And because no one really remembers a loser, you know, if you lose, you don't, no one's going to care what your name is. Lincoln you know? and one. Yep. Yeah. But long, long story short, Lincoln and one, but their debates, they would debate for three hours. You know, and then we'll have a break. And then the next day, they would do a three-hour rebuttal. That's six hours of talking. Now for the elections, you see one hour, and it's devoted to six different people. So each person talks like, what, 15 minutes? Like, what kind of information are you getting about the future of, you know, this country or what they're going to do as president with, like, a 15-minute fucking snippet, dude? Like, you're not going to know. You're going to be more lost than, than like, you're going to be more lost than when you came in. That's a very good point. And right. when you're able to hear people talk for a year, but you're able to understand like what their actual thought process mm -hmm. is, not like saying, Hey, I support, you know, um, marriage of all kind, or I'm, I'm, I support all genders. And that's all you hear. Well, cool. I, I, I agree with you, but you're not able to, you know, dig deep into the actual person. Yeah. Like if you just say like, like water's blue, like, okay. Yeah. Water's blue. But then 
Is it blue because somebody painted it? Is it blue because the way it reflects the light? Is it blue because there's something underneath it? Like you need some kind of explanation. You need some kind of background info without just having like this burst of, of a statement that's like so generalized. It's, it's ridiculous, dude. It's annoying. Agreed, man. And then Bill Gates, man, like, I feel like he had a documentary about why vaccines are such a good thing. He's helping, you know, treat polio in Africa. And then he's like this whole head right now that's pushing for vaccines. He is, he is invested in, he spent millions of dollars, if not billions in different labs for, you know, vaccines. So like, I wonder what his role is in this. Is he pushing for mandatory vaccinations? You know, like what's, what's like his agenda on this? Cause I feel like he's like the big talking for uh, headed for all this you know well yeah he's he's like on a front cover because he's the one that brought this up that hey our next worry is not going to be a world war some kind of war it's going to be a war with, like micro order. microorganisms right that's yeah. back like in what 2011 or, or whatever and you know he's a philanthropist this guy's got money coming out of his ass so it's like like he doesn't need to worry about buying a piece of furniture he doesn't need to worry about you know a place to live he doesn't worry about you know his family or anything because he's got so much fuck you money that he could just do whatever he wants with it. You know, like for me, if I want to buy, like, let's say a new TV, I got to think about, Hey, I got to, you know, work this much hours to buy this new TV. Then I get it. He doesn't need to worry about any of that. So he has literally no worries. So his approach to life is a philanthropist and our next steps to life where he's has so much fuck you money. He just spends it on ways to innovate shit that it interests him. And, the, I, and for him, it happens to be, you know, virology, microorganisms, vaccines, and, and, and health, dude. But this is a conspiracy episode, man. So we, now we're trying to ask the question whether he has some kind of input on this or some kind of, like, I don't know, global well, well, plan. Well, well, guess what? He probably fucking does because he's the one that is invested in this kind of shit. So I'm sure he yeah. probably has a nice, nice hand grasp over, over what's going on and, like, the like the next steps of this, he probably knows more about this virus than, than any of us know about it. That that's yeah. for sure. He probably knows more about it than a president, than you know, than, than China. He might have even created it. Who the hell knows? You know, it's it's just like global agenda. There was some talks about his idea to, you know, vaccine the public, and then which comes to microchipping everybody and kind of having a location and control over over everyone's kind of tendencies and, and where they're at. And also in a way, like if you think about it, if you design a product which is a vaccine, it makes money. Everybody needs a vaccine technically because it's a virus, it's a threat. So imagine how much profits you could bring because all these billions of people need a freaking vaccine compared to if you have diabetes, it's only a specific amount of people in the public. So here you're able to bring in crazy amounts of profits. You're going to bring in a lot of investors and you just got to create a big threat in the world, which is, I don't know, freaking release the virus in a marketplace that has animals and blame it on animals. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure, man, but it's, um, it could be a good point, man. And uh, and then also, like, look what happened during World War II. Like, the Holocaust was a giant freaking research facility. They were t doing tests on humans, and then we then we took all these scientists and all their freaking research, and we we created them for prisoners of war in America. And I wonder how much stuff we learned from them because they used to in inject uh, uh, people with different malaria and TB into the thymus, and they're testing vaccines on them. So it's crazy that during World War II, Hitler was already testing vaccinations and he was trying to sterilize people and he was doing the whole debate between nature and nurture. Like, smart-ass dude, man. Dude, well, think about it. We, we did the same shit here. Remember Tuskegee? The whole syphilis shit? We, we, do we, we're not, though, our can, scientists weren't any can, fucking... Can you better, let dude. us know? Can you let, let me know a little bit about that? And I don't, I don't know myself. 
So Tuskegee, I don't know the exact year it happened, but it was probably like 80 years ago. I want I want to say maybe not. Maybe you can look up the year while I'm talking about it. But basically, it was a research done by the government where they would inject African Americans with syphilis, which we at the time knew that it kills people and it's dangerous and it's we we should not uh, spread this. We should not give this disease to, to people because it's it's going to kill them. And we knew this. But to study the effects and medicines, we decided to inject the population of African-Americans with syphilis to see how the disease process works directly and to see what kind of treatments we could do. We basically did to those people what we do with rats. Wow. We gave them the disease and experimented different treatment modalities. We kind of looked at how how it kind of progresses, what happens, how it affects the body, what medications work, what medications don't. And we actually purposely withheld certain treatments that we knew that would work. For experimental, for experimental purposes. So we gave him syphilis. We kind of knew how to treat it, but we didn't treat it because we kind of wanted to experiment to see what else would work or, or what wouldn't work or how it prolongs. Pretty fucked up shit. So this was actually in the 1940s, guys, and they tested 600 black men. Mm-hmm. This freaking super unethical, man. Without them knowing. Wow. They, they, didn't know what they didn't know what they were signing. Yeah, it just says the study had, there's no informed consents. That's messed up, man. And like, look at the CIA, man. Like when you went out, like the Charles Manson stuff, and they used to take, they used to hire prostitutes to bring people in from in San Francisco to like private rooms. They used to give them LSD and drugs, and they just had a mirror and they're just studying people what they do. So there's a bunch of like messed up shit happening, but you just don't hear about it. And everything else is a conspiracy. And that's where you just have to kind of do your own research and don't believe everything that that tell a vision is telling you in a way, you know, it's just telling you a vision. You got to learn how to decipher that. Cause if not, you're just going to be a programmable human in a way. That's the way I see right. it. And don't believe everything that we're saying. Like we have our own opinions. We look at things differently too. You know, we're not, we're not always right. As a matter of fact, majority of times I feel like I don't know shit about anything. I just talk out of my ass sometimes, but you know, it, it's just make sure you, something. make sure you fact check Peter, Peter. I don't think yeah. Africa's a freaking country. So bring that <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, Africa is definitely continents. Yeah, there's there's countries in Africa, but yeah, you guys as, as a soundbite for for that loud. But yeah, guys, like said, just like take everything with a grain of salt. Do your own research. Like the best thing you could do is if you're, you're unsure about something or something gets you, if something gets you emotionally invested into it, that's probably a good sign to hey take a step back and kind of look at it from a different perspective or do more research on it. What about these 5G? things? Hmm? What about five G? Five G. So. Cover. Okay, first we'll cover 5G real quick. So like the, the conspiracy with the 5G was that the virus is, is spread via via 5G, which uh, it's, it's, it doesn't spread via 5G because that's that's something completely different. It's, it spreads like through the air, through like viral, you know, capsules or whatever, the, the, uh, vectors, not capsules, sorry, vectors. That could be another, another snippet right there. An <laughs> uneducated nurse calls viruses capsules, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, it's, it doesn't spread via 5G, but... My take on it is that this would be a good idea to build more 5G infrastructure because everyone's at home. And we all know 5G is, is, has been shown to be a little bit more harmful radiation-wise than 4G or 3G towers. So a lot of people are, are against 5G because it's, it's supposed to mess with, uh, with our certain wavelengths, like our like gamma or, or beta. I'm not sure what those what they're called, but it has some kind of effect on us. So this would be a good time for... China or United States or other countries to build up on their 5G towers because guess what? Everyone's staying at home. And one thing well, that the main issue with building an infrastructure, the hardest issue is because when you build infrastructure, 
you shut down that road, you, sh you shut down that, that area. So now it's an opportune time because everyone's at home. Now they're shut down because everybody's already shut down. So now it's bothering up. And plus no one's going outside. So you can build whatever the fuck you want without anybody even knowing about it. Straight up. I feel like me being in California, being by the beach, there's definitely some military planes just flying around and things like that out in the ocean because yeah. no one's really looking. But when it comes to 5G, it's interesting when you look at those uh, radio frequencies, they use 5G for um, crowd control. So if you look up those armored trucks, you know, they have There's the, a like, good song uh, called Crowd Control. Crowd it control. is. Yeah. Um, you should play it right now. I'm joking. So when, when, they have, when they have those cannons that like shoot like sound waves to people to like stop the protest, they use 5G for that. So it's interesting. Why are we having 5G towers all of a sudden everywhere? And they use the same stuff for controlling the crowd. A little bit creepy, man. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure it's like a, it's like a more more directed 5G compared to like the broad 5G tower that, that you see here because they're up in the sky where 5G is dispersed. Yeah, I'm sweating over here. 5G is dispersed compared to like those uh, cannons where they fire at people. Those are probably, it's more of like a, like a laser of 5G compared to like a mist of 5G. Peter, you're just a millennial that has no idea what the F is going on in the world. I'm sure there, there's technology that's beyond our grasp right now. For sure. I'm sure there's already holographs and we don't even know about it. So just, I don't know, man. I really don't know what's happening in the world. But if you guys keep tuning in to the Cup of Nurses, we're going to keep delivering high quality content, right? Yes, guys. Thank you for being here with us on this special conspiracy COVID episode. Thank you everything you guys heard with a grain of salt. We're just exploring different avenues. We're not saying what's the truth. We're not telling you what's what's false. We're just, you know, open up your minds a little bit to, you know, these ideas. And yeah, don't forget to check out our Patreon. That loud coming soon. Matt's gonna wear a different hat every day for that one. Today it's gray. Tomorrow might be orange. Who knows, man? 9-11 is inside job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.